there's just been a vitamin D deficiency. Hold on. Hold because on. we haven't been getting outside. And, go ahead. No, I just want to follow that up. With, 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 I just want to follow up my last statement. With a woe? <laughs> well, no, not with a woe. Um, but, um... I mean, I, I would take I, D3 orally every day. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I, take D, I take D to the third degree every day in my mouth. <laughs> is, that, is that what you want to hear? No, no, what I'm going to say is... Why do these niggas exist? So now, so now I don't know. I just, I just don't be... I, I'm just unhealthy. I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to the Any Last Words Podcast. My name is Keon, a.k.a. Almighty DJ. And I am Earl Lonnie Hooks, a.k.a. Young One with Himself. The God in me honors the God in each and every one of you. Thank you for joining. Thank you, Keon, as well. What's up? What's up? It is one of the best Tuesdays I've ever experienced in my life. I was actually wondering how you were going to talk about it today because I, I went out on the balcony and the sun was shining because it's clear skies, but it's crisp air out. So it was like it was beautiful. It was, it was it was great of both both sides of the spectrum coming together. I can assure you that my Tuesday greatness has nothing to do with what you just said. Though. Oh, <laughs> so hey, you haven't stepped outside today? Like you didn't no. really? No. Nope. Oh. I actually, okay. <laughs> actually right before I called you, I was in the shower. So oh, okay, <laughs> I have I've not been outside today at all. Okay, well, all right. Well, why? Well, you tell me why your Tuesday is cool. <laughs> because it's Victory Tuesday. Oh, oh, oh boy! The Washington football <laughs> team played last night, and they beat the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, okay, RJ probably won't give them any credit because he says the Pittsburgh Steelers are the most overrated undefeated team he's ever seen but i will Whoa, that I, is that's an interesting stat. i know isn't it? it is interesting but i get the what he's saying overrated uh, or the most yeah overrated undefeated, undefeated team. team i know okay, it's kind so, of a weird okay. thing to say right well, well i guess so he's saying that they're overrated because the fact that they're undefeated this year is uh, is what is there's sort of an asterisk you have to put next to it because of what uh, i don't know that it's necessarily that if i had to sum it up um, I think that they've lo- they've won a lot of very close games this year. A lot of their wins um, weren't very definitive. Um, right. So just seeing them come this far and stay undefeated, but win a ton of very close games, it just I guess it just begs the question: like, what are these niggas really on? Like, what are they? What's- I, oh my gosh! I don't know if I really like that. The, well, uh, most well, listen. Over- okay. Well, well, listen. Um. And and this came right out of uh, Chase Young's mouth, uh, Noel. But um, he was saying that the uh, they played Baltimore last week, um, and he was saying that Baltimore pretty much showed everyone in the league uh, some of Pittsburgh's P- Pittsburgh's weaknesses. And I'm oh, I, we found I wanna, the chinks in their armor. Yeah, basically. And I want to say that Ron Rivera and especially the defensive staff definitely. Uh, honed in on that, and they and, and they made it work. They didn't show it. They didn't. They didn't really do it in the first half, but in the second half, they came out there and the def- I mean, the defense played great all game. But um, it was it is. I'm just. I'm on a high today, man. This is great. Uh, uh, well, no, I'm I'm glad to hear it. We both woke up in a great mood. I just I just kind of woke up that way. Had my little thirty minute meditation again. I I had some 
Good old breakfast, oatmeal with sliced banana, raspberries, blackberries, blueberries. Had some, had some green ginseng tea. Had a cinnamon or a blueberry bagel, or cream, whipped cream cheese. You ever had whipped cream cheese? I don't think have I have. Had your cream cheese whipped? Get it whipped <laughs> next time. <laughs> no, I've, I've never had it whipped. Get that Philadelphia whipped cream cheese next time for anybody listening. My, <laughs> my cream cheese has never been oppressed, so I don't, you know, get, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> get that shit whipped next time. <laughs> that shit is it's fucking amazing. Whipped. Uh, it's just it's just yeah it's just whipped it whipped 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 uh, cream cheese. It's just a it's just fluffier. Okay. <laughs> and. You know, had the tea, walked out on the balcony. Like I said, nice, cold, crisp air, but the sun was out. It's, there's no clouds in the sky, mm-hmm. so it was just, it was great. And we need this, and we need this vitamin D. I've been listening about this a lot. Do you take vitamins too? This is something we can go ahead. Uh, wellness, you know well, this is the I, wellness podcast. I do not, and I probably should. Um, my fiance takes um, her daily dosage of vitamins, and I probably need to get on that. I'm prob- is it because she did she go to a physician and they tell her that she had um like deficiencies or she just decided no, to she's just she's just proactive about stuff like that um okay you know she 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 takes care of her body she takes care of her skin she takes vitamins she's she's all about that all about that you know looking you good. can't you can't just bum some vitamins off of her and just hit her up <laughs> I mean I could <laughs> I, I don't know I just I just don't be I, I'm just unhealthy nigga fuck it I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, 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 hold on. No, no, we're not doing that. No, 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 no. Hold on a second. Wait a second. No, 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 no. This is what we're not going to do today. Okay, we both came in here talking about how it's a great day. You said it. You actually deemed it victory day. Okay. I talked about how beautiful my ramp up today is, and we're clearly still getting up there. And we'll see that happen as I talk more, because I got some things to talk about today. But with the tone we're trying to set, or at least I'm trying to set, we're not just going to say definitively, oh, well, fuck you, I guess I'm unhealthy. I'm unhealthy. Like, that's just a life. <laughs> that's just a lifestyle I choose to live. Like, I guess I'm this not, is what it is. I'm this not, is who I am. I'm not unhealthy. I just, I don't <laughs> take vitamins, and I probably should. So I so I've been taking, I've been taking D three because one we I guess there's just been a vitamin D deficiency. Hold on, hold because on. Because we haven't been getting outside and go ahead. No, I just want to follow that up with, with, with I just want to follow up my last statement with a woe. Well, no, not with a woe. <laughs> um, but um, I mean, I, I take D three orally every day. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I take D. I take D to the third degree every day in my mouth. Okay, okay. Is that, is that what you want to no, hear? No, what I'm going to say is something that might put you on the spot. Is I've been to the doctor's office recently and I've gotten a checkup. And what what did they tell you? Oh, I mean, they you know they uh they check your uh they they uh damn what are those things called uh. Fuck, I forgot what they're called, but it's you know they hook you up to one of those. They hook you up to uh, they put those little patches all over your body to check, basically mm-hmm. check your blood flow, uh, check your heart, check your heart rate, all that type of stuff. Just make sure everything's going uh, flowing well in the region yeah. of your heart. Um, so I got one of those done. I had some blood taken, um, and they told me that everything looked good. Um, so you know I'm I'm happy with that. 
Okay. No, you, you, you're right. And that does put me on this. Well, not really. I mean, listen, I can just tell you right now because, you know, I haven't gone. Um, I know. I did go, I did go I to the you. dentist's office recently. Really? And I just got, I just, I just got to clean up. I just okay. got to, yeah, I just got to clean up the other day. All right. And they told me every, everything was great. Cleaned me up. Felt real good. Got a little, no cavities? little dentist. No. Oh, no nice. Cavities. Nice. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. They said everything was good. I was so happy to hear that. Cleaned me up. Got out of there, had my little dentist goodie bag with all my Listerines and pro toothpaste and uh-huh. toothbrushes. He gave me one of them old toothbrushes. Who's to, do you use a toothbrush that isn't electric? No, nah, my, my toothbrush is electric. I was about to say, who like who's manually just scrubbing their teeth, these freaking peasants? I, well, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna hold you. I've only I've only had this electric one for like maybe a year, year and a half. Well, I'm joking anyway. It doesn't make you a peasant because people have been having nice teeth without the electric right, right. To- toothbrush all these times. I'm just saying. I just I thought it was interesting. Um, all this floss. I have I have a water flosser. I water floss now. Hmm. What is that? You just like a, pressurized water? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. You just put it between your gums and it just shoots water straight through your gums. It's, it's great. Nice. It's great. Um, I don't I don't have one of those. So yeah, yeah. Get get you one of those. They're, they're, they're cheapish. It doesn't matter. Um. Anyway, um, what are we getting at? Just our lives being great. Yeah, being unhealthy. Yeah. Oh yeah, D three. <laughs> so D three because I feel like there's been a vitamin D deficiency. I've been hearing about because we haven't been able to be outside as much this year. People haven't been spending Less. so much time outside. Oh, I okay. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not yeah, sure who I, you're talking yeah. about. I'm sorry. I, I right now I'm speaking in a general sense. I'm speaking about human beings being in a, a worldwide pandemic, meaning that people have been inside their houses more than usual in their lives. Is what I mean. Uh, so people haven't. I been, know, well, I see why they're not getting the D three. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just, they're not getting D to the third power. I mean, so. nigga, like we like it's niggas not just not going outside and just chilling on the porch. Nothing. I mean, yeah, I mean, some people might, but like, again, just overall being outside. Think about just the summertime. Like, everyone's out all summertime now, unless you were, you know, some of the people in California or Florida that didn't really give a shit too much, and you were just out living life anyway because it's sunny out and you just happy and you got to be out. We was outside. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, I'm saying in a general sense, for the most part, let me shut the fuck up. People right. spent more. So, all right, let me let me ask you a question. Do you think that more people like were outside than inside during the quarantine this year? Um, no, they, they were probably a lot more people inside. But I think, but I also think than, that than any other year in in their life is right. what I'm saying compared no, to no, any other it. year. You got it. You got it. You think it. more people spent more time outside during the quarantine? I feel like during the quarantine that a lot of people took it upon themselves to get outside more. Yes, some people did, and you saw well, what some do you think of the those percentages. Of- but for the but for the most part, so what I'm saying is, so these people would go out to go hiking, or maybe go fishing, or something like that, because they had to get out of the house to go do something. But if there wasn't a quarantine, they would have been out of the house doing more things than just going on a hike or going fishing. Because a lot of living life has to do with going outside and doing things that they would have been doing if everything wasn't closed down. Uh-huh. That's that's what I'm saying. Um, anywho, people spent a lot of time in their houses the last year. So that vitamin C immune with zinc. So it's like super C. 
uh, which is good. You got to get your immune system up. We're definitely, you know, it's getting cold outside, so we're about to be catching colds and all sorts of also pneumonia and all sorts of other shit. Um, uh, magnesium and what and calcium, calcium, strong bones. Got to get this calcium in. But I I wanted to I wanted to start this off. I wanted to set the tone today with, and I'm glad you deemed it Victory Day because I, I wanted to deem it. <laughs> In a day of inspiration, I feel like a lot. You know, we, we always need this every day. Is this? There's never a shortage of people that need inspiration. Talk to them. So, so yeah, I'm a. You know, this is gonna set the tone for a lot of a lot of things that I like to talk about today. So, this is another poem by Ella Wheeler Wilcox. Uh, I've done maybe like one or two poems of her before. Whatever is is best is what this is titled. I know as my life grows older and mine eyes have clearer sight that under each rank wrong somewhere, there lies the root of right. That each sorrow has its purpose by the sorrowing oft unguessed. But as sure as the sun brings morning, whatever is, is best. I know that each sinful action as sure as the night brings shade, is somewhere, sometime punished, though the hour be long delayed. I know that the soul is aided, sometimes by the heart's unrest, and to grow means often to suffer, but whatever is, is best. I know there are no errors in the great eternal plan, and all things work together for the final good of man. And I know when my soul speeds onward in its grand eternal quest, I shall say as I look back earthward, whatever is, is best. Thank you very much. All right. That is, that, that is all. Whatever it is. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I'll, I'll, I'll chime in with you. <laughs> um, whatever is, is best. Ella Wheeler Wilcox, just a little bit of inspiration for us. I woke up today feeling extremely motivated and, and, and inspired to speak to you all and to and to well, what speak do you, to you, Keon. What do you take away from that poem, though? Well, I, well yeah. <laughs> so funny that you might ask that, Keon, <laughs> because there was a part that you. What's really funny is a few words, and it really, really hit me. And it was talking about the root of right lying okay. underneath, right? And I was I was watching this. You know, I love John Mayer, right? <laughs> love John Mayer. I love. I love. He's he's, he's amazing guitarist, amazing singer, songwriter. He's he's great. I was listening to one of his guitar pro tip videos on YouTube. Not necessarily because I'm still playing guitar. I was about to say, um, you about to get back yeah, into it? Because, because I'm not. No, um, it's just because, like I spoke to you about before, I like watching people that are good at things do those things. Okay. I really, and as someone that has played guitar, if you just look at this man's fingers as he's playing, you get a deeper respect for what he's doing <laughs> on the guitar. It's like, it's absolutely amazing. So I like just watching great people do great things. And... He was saying if there's I don't like to give advice is what he was saying. But if if I had to give like some Zen 
piece of advice for guitars. It would be find, because a lot of guitars will go just, you know, find a song and they'll just learn how to play that song the way that it's transcribed on, you know, guitartab.com or wherever it is they can find it. What he's saying is find whatever piece it is you think you love and then go deeper and find the things that made that piece that you love possible. So what you're saying is you could play this song Gravity by me. If you listen to John Mayer, you know the song Gravity. It's huge. You, it probably plays in your local fucking TJ Maxx or your Macy's. <laughs> <laughs> so he's playing Gravity. Amazing song. He's playing these chords. And he's going up and down the guitar playing these chords. And he's like, now, if you learn Gravity and you learn these chords and how to play them in this succession, then you have a firm grasp on gravity, this song in particular. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you have a firm grasp on the guitar. What you should find, since you think that you love the song Gravity, go deeper. Find what it is I had to do to make this love of yours come to life. These, these chords that I'm playing have scales underneath them. Figure out the scales underneath them, the notes that had to come together. And then what you'll be able to do if you want to try to rip me off and play. And he said those words, if you want to try to rip me off and play your version of gravity, then you'll be able to transpose it up and down the neck of the guitar. You'll be able to make it your own and you won't just have to play it the way that I played it. You can find your own way of doing it. And that's getting deeper and finding a, a deeper love and a deeper understanding of of the mechanics of the song and not just having the, you know, just the surface experience of it. And I thought about that and it immediately I thought, well, this is this is easily applicable to anything in life. The very first thing I thought, this is the, easily applicable to anything in life. Anytime you see something and you feel like you love that thing. Try to go a little bit deeper and find the things that had to happen to make that thing what it is you love. So I kind of spoke to you about this the other day, about my love for communications, interpersonal communications. You know, I have some things planned for the future. I'm trying to get trying to get done. Right. And I I didn't think I was going to read this on this podcast. I don't want to give too much away, but I'll I'll read a couple passages that I wrote down in my wacky little journal because I'm trying to get ideas out. And I started thinking about communications and why it is I truly love it so much. And then I wanted to get deeper into the fundamentals, the building blocks that make what it is I, I enjoy. So... When it comes to the communications consulting and the why behind communications and the value of it, why people should value it, because I think that a lot of times we just we don't know what we don't know. And if someone hasn't come along to articulate well enough the reason and convincingly enough why you ought to be concerned with something then you'll just, it'll be by the wayside all the time. Like you'll never, no one's ever told it to you. You haven't really thought about it. So you're just continuing on not knowing something, not knowing that you don't know it. So this is, this. so this is my, my why for communications. So communication 
is the transference of information from one vessel to the next. That could be between two people. It could be between, you know, technology, cell phones, whatever the case may be. But it's the transference of that information. This phenomenon is the key ingredient for understanding between any two vessels. If you and I are speaking and or, or actually just maybe we're not speaking, if there's no communication between us, then there's just no understanding. Right. You can't you can't possibly understand what it is I'm thinking about, what it is I'm going through, what my plans are, what my beliefs are, if I do not expel them, if I do not get, express them to you, right? And vice versa. It is well known now that once communication and therefore understanding breaks down, the dissolution of the structure that was to be built upon said understanding permeates. So what I'm saying there is that Again, without that understanding, without that communication, if you were trying to build something on top of that, say it may be a relationship with someone, that is going to be eaten alive by misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. It, it just simply cannot stand without it. And that leads to the next sentence of the efficacy of the communication, strong or weak, will act as the foundation for anything that it's predicated on. It seems to me that as essential as this understanding is in myriad ways, if not all on some level, to the progress and overall augmentation of quality of life for living beings, the strengthening of that essence ought to be a grand priority. So I I brought in interpersonal communications into my mind, into the conversation, and I thought, okay, what is it truly about this thing that makes me love it so much, that, that really brings it to life for me? And how can I express that so that other people can understand just how important it is, even though it's not something that's constantly spoken about in a deep and impassioned way that is convincing enough to, to adjust their way of of viewing it and maybe giving them or giving it desirability, giving the people hearing it desire to try to attain better skills in this field. And so that, so that is my why for it. And I'll give one more part of it because this is the entry level for it. Mindfulness. So mindfulness is the is the entry level where I feel like everybody has this capability. Everybody can start here because this is the true starting point. There are trained minds and there are untrained minds. So mindfulness is a technique in which one focuses one's full attention only on the present experiencing thoughts, feelings and sensations, but not judging them. This technique or way of being is as quintessential to acquiring competency in this communications practice as it is in learning anything in life with efficiency and efficacy. So I put efficiency and efficacy there for a reason, because you can learn many, many things, but it'll take much longer if you're not truly focused on it. Right. Therefore, mindfulness meditational practices will need be at the forefront of our endeavor. For skeptics, because there are skeptics when you start talking about something that they haven't necessarily, you know, been enlightened upon yet. Um, There are innumerable stimuli calling for our attention at all points in time, especially with such technology on hand as we have in the 21st century. 
If one does not train the mind to truly focus upon command, the vast ocean of other, other meaning just everything else outside of what you need be focusing on, will consume one's mental faculties, which will in turn take away from the possible maximization of communication and therefore understanding that ought to be being fostered between conversational counterparts, which we have already stated would be tantamount to a step towards lowering one's quality of life as an inherently social being. So that is why mindfulness is the entry level. That's why it's important. That's why communication, therefore understanding is important to me and why I feel like this is something that has to be revisited and taught differently because it is in inherent in us to be social with one another. And without these practices, without a firm understanding of what these things are and how they work in our societies, we're just at a loss, which I've talked about before, breeds hate, which breeds ignorance, and then breeds hate and contempt and war and all these things that we're trying, that I hope that we're trying to get away from on a daily basis. So that's um, <laughs> what I take from that poem and where it, where it brought me in my mindset. It brought me, you know, from the poem to John Mayer and trying to get under things. And then it brought me to that. So that's that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> well, I think everybody needs a good dosage of communication. Um, mm-hmm. But like you said, a, a lot of people don't really I don't, I don't think a lot of people truly understand it. And I think a lot of people certainly don't know how to do it. Um, so where you're headed is going to help a lot of people. Thank thank you, sir. I'm, I mean, I'm trying a lot. It's something I'll just, I'm su- I'm absolutely fucking obsessed with. Yeah. And I'm, I'm constantly <laughs> always trying to learn about it. And I, it's, it's so difficult for me because I always have to remind myself that I'm exhausting much, much energy learning about these things and getting deeper and deeper into it. So, when I'm having conversations with other people and they just have folly after folly after folly and they have no idea what they're doing, like I have to I have to bring myself back and understand and be compassionate and say, you know what, they don't know they they don't know just the skills at a one oh one level. They don't they don't understand exactly what's going on because it's not something that we revere much in our in our culture. Mm-hmm. So that's just something that, you know, we have we have to work with. And with uh, bearing a lot of similarities to the conversation we had last time with people picking up their phone while they're talking to you and just scrolling through and just looking up at you every now and again as they're scrolling and trying to have a conversation with you. I remember a long time ago, Mikey said that when he's driving, when someone's driving next to him and they honk at him to him. It's equivalent to someone in his face just being like, hey, 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 you okay. just, just screw, just scream. Like, that's what it feels like to him. Right. When he's driving, just someone screaming in his face. OK. And the reason I bring that up is because to me, when someone's doing that, when someone's just scrolling through their phone as I'm trying to give them me because I don't talk passively. I talk very intentionally. When I have conversations with people, I, I, I'm giving them all of me and, I, and I'm there to have a real conversation. 
It's, it's never like thoughtless. I'm never having thoughtless conversation and just saying things for the sake of saying things. I, I we can much I'd much rather just be quiet and either be in silence or just listen to whatever it is the other person has to say. I, I don't want to just say things for the sake of say that's just not me. That's not how I'm, how I operate. You know, just be shooting the shit. I mean, again, we can we can do that, but that's not but that small talk has a lot of value. People think that small talk is just like it's bullshit. It, it's not. It's how you it's it's rhythm. It's how you get to to know the way someone speaks, the way someone moves. And it serves as an entry level so that you can build and have deeper talk later on. Mm-hmm. And plus, you just learn, you know, small little interesting tidbits about people through small talk. It's not small talk isn't bullshit. I know a lot of people don't like to have it, but you can shoot the shit and still have it be engaged. Yeah, that's 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 where I'm at. I, I don't have to have super deep conversations. Yeah, I mean, you listen back to some of these podcasts we have. Everything we have isn't super heavy, super deep, but it's just about the engagement. If the other person is engaged in conversation, we're both present in giving each other all of our attention then we can talk about fucking anything. I don't give a shit what it is, really. Okay. So I so when people are doing that, or when I'm speaking and people cut me off, I what it's just like how Mikey feels like someone honking their horn at him in a car is them screaming, hey, at, at, in his face. Right. I feel like someone is saying, hey, could you actually shut up? I actually don't give a fuck about what you have to say right now. <laughs> That's 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 what it feels like when people cut me off or when people are just on their phones trying to talk to me at the same time. It's like actually whatever it is you're saying, I actually really don't give a fuck right now. But, you know, <laughs> whatever like, you can talk if you want to, but it doesn't really matter to me. I that's what it sounds like. That's what I see coming from their face. And so that that really upsets me. So listening is is like a huge frontier that people have to people have to get better at and increase their skills. And cause people are just like absolutely terrible, terrible listeners. And for so many different reasons, and we'll get into that another time, but uh, yeah, man. So that's, that's, that's sort of what I'm, what I'm thinking about right now. And before we get on to anything else, before we move on for many, many reasons, not just because I brought up the mindfulness and the practice just there. Um, but also just because I know people need it and need it for many different reasons. And we haven't done it in a few. I would like to bring us through, I believe, our third meditational practice. All right. Before we move on, before we move on, everyone, please just bear with me. Um, we're going to we're going to try six minutes today, six minutes today. And. You know, if you're in a position in which you can close your eyes and close your eyes, if not, then clearly don't. I just I have to say for anyone that feels like they have a hard time being in the present moment, having control and command over their thoughts and focus, dealing with anxiety, depression, any any of any of these things at all. Being in tune with oneself, inner and outer. Give me six minutes. You have the entire day to be preoccupied with whatever worries life is throwing at you. or I mean, whatever it is you're being consumed with today. You have the entire day. If you can Give listen to six. us speak for two hours, you can listen <laughs> to us not speak. 
six minutes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we begin. Close your eyes if you can. Focus on the breath. Breathe in for a count of one. Breathe out for the same count of one. Try to make it to the count of 10. sensations are we picking up on? What does the air feel like around your skin? What is the illumination behind your eyes or in front of you sending you? yourself back to the breath if you get lost in thought. Understand that clarity and mindfulness and enlightenment does not come easy. If that were the case, we would all be enlightened. There is work, there is suffering, and trudging through the mud that has to take place in order to arise on the other side of it all. But if there is belief to be had in anything, you should believe that there is the other side of it. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. There is a better version of yourself. 
And I think at some fundamental level, we all understand this. We all feel this better version of ourselves. But maybe we're not incentivized enough to look for it. I promote the search for it. Search for it. Search for it. Search for it. These last 25 seconds of a meditation practice, I would like again for us to think about our closest friends and loved ones. And think about them having the best times of their life. Think about them doing the things that truly bring them happiness. And what their faces look like while doing so. That concludes our third meditational practice, and we did six minutes and 30 seconds. Tricked ya! <laughs> wow. <clears throat> right, we're gonna be, you're going to be mindful whether you like it or not. <laughs> I'm going to make you better. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness gracious, man. Oh, how you feeling, Keon? I'm relaxed, man. I'm relaxed. Woo! I'm feeling good, babe. I'm feeling good. So I was at my um my yoga class last week. I'm actually gonna go there later today. And I walk I'm the first one in my yoga studio. And <laughs> my yoga instructor, she comes in and we just start chatting before anyone gets there. And you know, you know, just real quick, small and this is where oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even mean to do this. I didn't even mean to do this. <laughs> this is where this is where small talk serves us. Like I said, you you find small things, you might find some inspiration in it. You never know what you what gems you might find in small talk. So we start talking about the weather, as you know, people do. Like, oh, you know, it's getting colder out there. Like, yeah, you know, I had to bring out the big coat today, blah, blah, blah. And 
I just ask her, yeah, so what's that? How cold does it have to be? What's your cutoff where you're like, yeah, I'm not going outside if it's X degrees outside. And she said, oh, you know, probably about negative 20. I was like, wow. She said, I'm a Minnesota gal. So I grew up skiing and snowboarding, you know, and just be, being out all the time. And I said, is that with wind chill? She was like, nah, with wind chill, we're talking about getting negative 35. I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. She's like, you don't, she's like, you don't ski? One, I, I enjoyed, I appreciated the question. <laughs> Because it means that she was open to me being a person that might ski. Right. And, and that's nice. That's nice that she didn't just think that I play basketball. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Or, you see or, where or, I'm going with that? Rap. <laughs> exactly. She's like, oh, you don't ski? I was like, no, you know, no, I never ski. But I love to hike. And then we started getting on the hiking. And I, out of this conversation... And this woman telling me that she'll go out in negative 35 degree weather and get it in on the slopes. I was like, I'm going out hiking. I love hiking. And I always tell myself that there is just some an entire season every year, a whole quarter in which I can't hike. I can't do this thing that I love to do. That's bullshit. I've been lying to myself for years. Mm -hmm. I'm going out this winter. I'm going to start going out hiking. I'm just going to gear up correctly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's exactly what I'm, I'm going to get my ski masks. I'm going to, you know, get my gloves. I got gloves. I'm going to just layer up. I got my boots and I'm just going to get hand warmers and I'm going to just get I'm going to get out there and generate this heat and I'm going to get it going. Uh, you know what? I'm glad that you said that because I've kind of been on the same shit. Um, I've been thinking to myself like, man, I really want to go fishing at night, but obviously it's a lot colder at night. Right. But the fish bite at night is is way heavier than it is during the day during the winter time um especially for the mm. larger fish um okay so i've been looking at stuff too i've been looking at like wind resistant you know pants and jackets i've been looking at you know face coverings all that type right. of stuff it's just really yeah. about it's really about how you prepare right <laughs> really that's that's really it i just <laughs> it's so funny when you break out of these small little mental shackles and you're like oh well it's not that I can't do it. All I really have to do is prepare. Yeah, keep a couple, keep a couple <laughs> hand warmers on you. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, but that's life in a nutshell. We always tell ourselves we just oh like nah, I can't do that. It's like well, why? Like why not? If you take you know necessary precautions, you might be able to get through that. Right, <laughs> like, right. You know, you but you just never think about the necessary precautions. Why is it that the bite is so much better in the winter time at night for big fish? You know, like, or is that just like um, a well, story you've heard? It's well, I know generally a lot of big fish. Well, here's here's the thing. Fish, they don't want to freeze to death. The higher they go in the water, Mm. um, the colder it's going to be. So a lot of fish tend to go, you know, further down, especially like catfish. They try to get down into the mud to get some of that thermal warmth Mm. coming from the from the center of our good old earth. Thermal warmth. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, But. They generally hunt at night or overnight, which is why a lot of folks like to fish at night. It's just harder to do that because it's cold as hell outside. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, hey, man, listen, do that shit. Yeah, no, I'm going to. Um, do it. I'm going to, I'm probably going to wait until after Christmas. I'm going to wait um, and get all my Christmas shopping and stuff out the way first, and then I'm going to invest 
in some uh some warm weather uh, some cold oh, weather gear. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. I just we we got to continue to challenge ourselves. That's that's the wave yeah. I'm on right now. And, and just, then on top of that, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. I know you just talked about <laughs> that. Um I'm sorry. <laughs> but um <laughs> um on on top of that, um I just I you know I I be watching the fishing videos on YouTube. I'm I'm on Fish Brain. I see these guys out here and they be fishing at night. So I'm just like, why not me? Like shit. <laughs> right, exactly. Like they 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 pretty much what you're saying is it's possible. Right, right. People are doing it. So what is the difference between them and I? Right. Is it is it just uh, yeah, is it they have like more of a tolerance than I do, or like, well, I, I am, mean, I, am I? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it? Well, let me just. Or, or are they better prepared than I am? Well, a lot of the guys I'm watching, they they're wearing heavier coats than I would. But here's the thing: like when I go out there, I don't want to like I don't want to be so geared up that I'm just like I can't maneuver in the ways <laughs> that I'd like to. Um, right. You know, but maybe I. You know, I don't know. I've never tried it, so I could just be you know, assuming that it's going to be a disaster and it's not. So, right. Well, I mean, I guess that's why you would have to gear up correctly. Right. That's I'm, why I'm certain that fishers, have, uh, fishermen have thought about this in the past, right. which is, and I'm sure that they've probably corrected for it with the gear so that you can have maximum, you know, shoulder mobility as you cast behind you and right. all that sort of stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, the gear I've looked at, it's, it's good stuff. It's stuff that, you know, is going to give me a lot of the, the movements I want to be able to do. Cause like I can't imagine like trying to cast my rod, um, <clears throat> with just a puffy ass North Face on, just blocking my shoulder movements. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, may, that that may not be what you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, that may not be what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, you you're talking about fishing, and. You know, I've never really gone fishing, so I just I'm just picturing lakes and stuff like that, and it just made me think about. Do you know this is a super wild segue, but it I, it makes sense in a way. Do you know what fagua is? Did you say where or what it is? Do you know what fagua? No, I don't. Okay, so hit me. For, yeah, yeah, let me please allow me. So fagua. F-O-I-E-G-R-A-S. Fagua is a specialty food product made of the liver of a duck or goose. According to French law, fagua is defined as the liver of a duck or goose fattened by gavage. Now, gavage, G-A-V-A-G-E, is something that dates back to 2500 BC with the ancient Egyptians. They would herd their all their birds together, and then they would start fattening their birds by force feeding them. Mm. Gavage is the force feeding through means of a flexible tube and a and a pressure pump. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what though? <laughs> that's that was a we I think we need to like sample that <laughs> like we need to sample that oh my god the way you did trust me that just sounded hilarious <laughs> uh we did Mikey just like cut that out we're gonna use that for something I'm certain of it <laughs> um yeah it's pretty fucking crazy if you see like any videos or images which you, you probably don't want to watch especially if you're a squeamish person it's it's absolutely insane I saw some it's really really sad 
But this is how Fugua is made. I, before exactly knowing how it was made, I had some. It's, it is delicious. I thought it was delicious. It cuts like butter. That, like, it's insane the way it's just like warm butter. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very tender. Um, New York City is putting a ban on it. There are like a thousand restaurants in New York City that sell fagua. And they're putting a ban on it due to animal cruelty and talks of being of inhumanity. And I think they're following California because I think California may already have that um, may already have that ban or they're trying to do it, too. But by the year 2022. So it's still taking a little while. OK. They take these fucking ducks and shove. You know what a fucking duck and a goose look like? Like they take their their head and and squeeze their beak open and shove a fucking tube down its throat and just and just shoot food into it mm. just shoot it's it's insane and it's been happening for you know clearly quite some time right and sort of like that um that law of bestiality you were talking about right. many pods ago it's just wild that it's it's just a thing that we're still doing right so and that's and that's an idea that I really would like to talk about today. Things that we're still doing because we because simply we, we've just been indoctrinated and we, we don't know any better. It's just we people don't ask enough questions. OK, we just do things. So I believe France has the highest mass production of this delicacy. And people are, you know, finally starting to come together and be like, hey, listen, this is fucking cruel. Like, what? we can't, at some point in time, we have to ask ourselves what it is we're doing. Food used to be about nourishment. Right. <laughs> it used to be about trying to nurse the body and surviving. Then you had these delicacies come about, and now we're just trying to have the best, most intricate and complex and out-of-the-box cuisine we can think of. And now we're just doing things that are that are clearly way out of our way, Cr cruel things way out of our way, just so we can have this little itty bitty. And when people sell for gua at a restaurant, that shit is like the size of a urinal cake. Like that shit is like, it's, it's super small. You've seen me like flan before. It's yeah. like half of a flan cake that you would get. Like it's very, very, it's a very, very small thing. Okay. And so like for us to be going out of our way to be cruel in this way, and then and so we can have this little itty bitty. Th it's just absolutely insane in the way that they're held too. they're held in these little itty bitty cages. They're very we've seen goose cross the street. They're very social beings. Right. We put them in these little cages where they can only like fit their head through so that they can get their fucking beak snatched up and put a tube through it. And they're, they're not allowed to go, you know, swimming or do anything that they would normally do in nature. They're just stuck in these little fucking crates. Right. And they're force fed for like 12 and a half to 14 days. And, you know, if they don't die from that, oh my then, God. They, <laughs> then they're like kind of held around for 100 days and then they're killed after 100 days. Yeah. So it's like the life is just it's a shitty it's a super it's one of the shittiest lives. I just want to know what kind of person signs up for that job. Man, I don't know. When I saw the hand of a person come and like 
put his fucking like squeeze into the head of a geese so it could open his mouth. Like it was, I was just like, who is this person? <laughs> I I just I, I like, want who to is, who fight is this him. person. Oh my! Like, I just <clears throat> couldn't. I, yeah, like I, I I don't I don't know, man. Wow. I don't know. That that shit is that shit is absolutely insane. And like having them because they say there's a there's a huge of aversion from the geese and ducks too, meaning that they're trying like they're trying to fight. They're trying to fight it, and it's just like ah, like that's just that's just fucking weird. Like that's just that's just really that's really really weird. Yeah, and and if we're gonna be really really honest about it, which I'm I'm gonna do, I'm gonna I'm gonna tiptoe on this. I'm gonna try to make sure I say this correctly. The the aversion that these duck that these ducks and geese are having towards, you know, having their head grabbed and having a tube shoved down it and force fed to me is so similar to rape. Mm. And I, in when we talk about humanity and the things that we want to promote, I just feel like we want to get far away from terrible things that mimic each other. And I look at that and it's like, okay, it's, it's okay to do this thing here. And we clearly say that it's not okay, you know, to rape someone, but, but you're not giving me a good enough reason as to why we shouldn't be, you know, or, or why we, why it's okay to take these animals and and force feed them and do whatever it is we would like to do with them strictly for our mouth pleasure. Right. For our nasty, gluttonous mouth pleasure. And, and, it's, and it's completely cruel. And I just see that bearing too much semblance to things like rape. And and we I just feel like we need to we need to get away from that because on some level, I think it registers this is this is okay, or we can make we can make justifications for it at least. Okay. And I just don't think that that's on a subconscious level. I just don't think that that's the sort of game we want to be playing. <laughs> I don't think that's the sort of seeds that we want to be unconsciously and subconsciously planting in, in people. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's, that was the sort of thoughts I had on that. Wow. That shit is crazy. I hope somebody from PETA hears this because we want the sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> We want to get sponsored by Peter is fucking great. That'd, That'd be amazing. That would be crazy. <laughs> um, and and in thinking more so because I, I touched on this just now, thinking more so on just doing things just because this is what we do. Someone did cut me off in conversation the other day, and I was pretty rude to them back. I was just I I pretty much said with my words. I mean, without saying it exactly, like shut the fuck up, Jeez. like you. You just asked a question of me, and as soon as I started talking, you cut me off. <laughs> and so for me, I, I seem like a crazy person sometimes because, because, Earl, this is just what we do. In conversation, people cut people off. In conversation these days, we flip through our phones. This is, this is the new world. You need to get hip to us, Earl, not the other way around. <laughs> Pretty much. This is the new way of things. You need to be okay with conventional communication. 
I, I think that's also a slippery slope. I, I don't think that that's what we need to be doing. So because cutting each other off in conversation and talking over other people is something that we just do without without really knowing the disrespect that we're showing other people, because that's just been so normalized in conversation, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean that it ought to be the case. Right. And I, and I can... I can very succinctly tell people why that isn't a healthy thing to do. You want conversation to flourish. In order for that to happen, you want full thoughts, full processing of thoughts to be had in order so that you have all the information needed to, again, have the understanding via communication to be able to build a strong structure on top of that thing. It could be the it could be the fostering of a relationship with the loved one. It could be it could be doing well at a job interview and executing a job interview effectively. It could be being out in social social events with people and flourishing, right? In a, in a casual social situation, which a lot of people have problems with. It could be trying to procure the interest of a romantic prospect. It could be it could be many many things. It could be having intrapersonal speak with yourself. And trying to be more in tune with yourself and your own thoughts and processing them. But in that, you have to allow the process to go its full length. You have to allow the entire thought to take place so that you can truly understand it. So you can have a real valid response to it. And if you're just cutting that short all the time, then you're missing out on mad information, mad data that could help you flourish in the future. So and again, just aside from that, it's just super rude because you're pretty much saying to the person, I really don't care what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Like whatever it is you have to say isn't as important as what I have to say or else I would allow you to finish before I started talking. <laughs> so, yeah, that's 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 sort of that. I know I'm going to keep having these little communicational rants for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's important. It's important for people to learn how to switch from speaker to listener. Yeah. Those are two different things. Once you're done speaking, you need to listen now. And you just sit then you listen. I feel that. Yeah. So that's that's all I got. Um I'm I'm gonna stop so preaching. I got a couple of things I want to talk about. And some of these yeah. things do actually have to do with um a lack of communication. Yes sir. So one of the first things I wanted to bring up is you ever notice that like in these courthouses and government buildings like overseas people are always just just get to reckon you ever notice that (laughs) you said in courthouses overseas like courthouses and like government buildings like people just be they just be reckon like you know what i'm saying like you you ever notice that i i i I have seen yeah you you've been watching (laughs) (laughs) c-span i mean you know you can you can see this shit anywhere but (laughs) okay (laughs) I don't know if I've seen, I don't know if my feed, I think I've seen a few videos every now and again of some people wrecking it, like a huge crowd of people yeah, just, just swarming like, over top of yeah, each other. just in a government building because their yeah. opinions differ, so they just get oh. to wrecking. Like okay, they just yes, I have, I have seen this. Yes, yes, I've seen these, I've seen these. Um, so <laughs> That is so funny. It is, isn't it? Like, it's really interesting <laughs> to me. All these people, they come together with all their suits and their fucking yeah. their suit their suit pants tucked up all the way in their ass with these uncomfortable ass shoes on and their ties. And they come together dressed like this. We dress like this 
to show professionalism right. and to show that we have couth and poise. And then we, and then everybody just starts wrecking. Right. Yeah. I <laughs> like, just, y'all would have been better off showing up in like some trainers or some basketball yeah, shoes and, and some, some fucking Timberlands. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like if that's what you were going to plan on doing. <laughs> um. Well, so the latest one is it happened over in uh, Taiwan. They were having some differences because uh, <laughs> they were having some differences because one party wants to um, basically, you know, start or keep trading with the U.S., um, the U.S. meat market. Um, and another does not. They they find that there are some things within the U.S. meat that are unhealthy or unsanitary. Um, right. And I'm certain that they're correct. Uh, but <laughs> one party wants to keep the trade up and another party does not. And right. it got to the point where the opposing party started to throw raw pig intestines at the other party. Okay, hold and on a <laughs> Who the hell brought... That was, <laughs> that was my very first question. I wanted to know, how did the raw pig intestines get in the building? How? How did they get in the building? Uh, like, was that supposed to be a part of the expose? Was that supposed to show something? Like, what? Like, why was that there in preparation to I throw at someone? I do not know. I do not know. I, for how did they get in the building? Like, I don't know. Like, you yeah, just did they just have that in, in a bag, like with, a like a cold bag? It, it was a bucket. It was a bucket. They just had just walked in there with a bucket How of raw pig did intestines. The bucket of raw pig intestines get in that building. I don't understand. <sighs> but cl- hmm. but clearly there was a lack of if you gotta get to the point where you just start tossing raw pig intestines, there's clearly a lack of communication. Like, <laughs> That's the point we're getting at. I'm like, thinking maybe I'm thinking maybe the side that was against, I don't, I don't know, we, I don't know who th- started throwing it. But the the wildest thing, the only connection I can make is maybe they brought this stuff in, and it was supposed to be a part of the expose. It was supposed to be a showing as to why we can't do this meat, this meat trade off because this is the meat. We have a scientist here to tell you exactly why this meat is terrible, like what's been put in this meat, what we found in this meat. That's that's the only reason why I could. I could see there being raw meat at the at the meeting. And so this brings me to my next point. I'm glad you uh you spoke of it that way. Black people. <laughs> hold on, before I before hold on, before I even get there. You you just you just <laughs> Holy shit. Hold on, no 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 no. Cuz you just spoke about things that should be left in the past. Mhm. Black people. We are not, we are no longer slaves. We do not have to indulge on the pig intestines any longer. <laughs> if, if you don't know where I'm getting to, uh, these are, in, in the black community, these are referred to as chitterlings, a.k.a. <laughs> chitlins. Chitlins. <laughs> And yes. they are people like to eat them on holidays. Some people just like to eat them. Um, and the whole reason behind that is because back when our ancestors were slaves, they were given the parts of the pig that the masters did not want to eat. The intestines 
the pig feet, the pig fucking ears, all that bullshit that they didn't want to eat. You know, after they was done eating the ribs and all the all the all the shit that we like to eat, <laughs> uh, the slaves were given the pig feet and the pig intestines. And for whatever reason, it's been passed down the line, and now people like to douse them in hot sauce and just <laughs> and just eat them. Uh, what I'm what I am telling you today is that we no longer have to do that. <laughs> you don't have to eat that shit. <laughs> Let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> uh, I've I've never had them. I've been in a house where they were cooked once. Uh-huh. And I know. I know. That shit it smells like it would be a pig's intestines. Right. Like, like I'm just like, well, how could you how could you smell something like that and then and then put it in your mouth? Earl. I that is the one that's that's number one for me. I I'm not gonna eat something that smells horrible. That's insane to me. Is it? Oh my god. Oh ew. That shit was super fucking gross. Yeah, but there's yeah, there's mad shit that has to stop happening. I mean, honestly, when we talk about like we have a few times before beating beating children, corporal yeah. punishment. Yeah. That's something that you could say has been passed down. Right. From from slavery, right? Because you know, you know we, it. Yeah, people, we used to get our. Well, no, not we. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> our ancestors, you know, used to get whipped and disciplined, and you know, have their wives raped to 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 break break down the 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 manhood and in the in the, yeah. in the you know oh what I'm saying gosh. like. Jeez Louise, man! I'm not. You know, we ain't got to get into all that because I'm. You yeah, know, it's pretty. It's but, pretty uh, dark. <laughs> but um, yeah. So. You know, just the beatings have been passed down from generation to generation because black, I think black people have seen that as a way to pretty much get their point across and make, you know, just, just, it's it's a way of discipline that I guess gets, th- gets things done. It's a, it's a way of discipline that you've known. Yeah. That, that you, that you've seen, you've known, you've yeah, felt. Definitely. And you, and sometimes if you just don't know anything different. Uh-huh. And you're not the type of person to try to find a new way, then that's that's pretty that's pretty much it. Yeah, you know what I mean. You just gonna do what you know. It's the easiest thing, and that's why I told you, you know, trying to treat having a child like it's gonna be the most important thing you ever do. Meaning you'll probably read some books or listen to some podcasts or go talk to some people about it. You know, some child specialists about it would probably be the best thing, so that you have some other options available to you. When you're getting frustrated and don't know how to get a message across to a child, uh-huh. you don't. Yeah, I got so, you. so yeah, uh, that's that. <laughs> but yeah, throwing meat, throwing meat. I just yeah, I had to bring that meeting. up. I had to bring that up because that one, it's super fucking crazy. Uh, it is, and two, it is a lack of communication. It is a lack of communication. That there is no understanding that that that's just. Yeah. <laughs> now it's funny because of how far it went, but. That just shouldn't have to be the case, right? It just it just shouldn't have to be the case that just information is not getting across and people are not setting their egos to the side enough to be able to truly take information as it is. There's got to be compromise. That's the only that's the only way. And I just feel like communications is something that maybe some college students may take. It may be in their major. 
maybe some class they have to take, like maybe a public speaking class or something like that. Uh-huh. But this is just something that is not built into the fabric of our of our society when it comes to education. Right. And in education, like it's not just school. Education comes in many in various ways. But it, I, I just don't see it being revered as as it should be i think because it is the root of understanding for us and and i just don't understand how people don't find that people don't find that important so that's crazy yeah no that's that's absolutely that's absolutely insane just running around fighting people throwing meat at each other at a meeting because because then at that point what are you even and and here's here's where it gets me what gets resolved after that that's what i'm saying (laughs) that like where do we go where do we go from this point (laughs) <laughs> like there's no there's no way that I'm just gonna come back to the meeting with the dude that threw chitlins at my face, and and then <clears throat> now we're gonna really hash this out the way that it needs to be. There's, right. there's there's no there's no way that that's gonna happen. Right. And and not only that, but these are the people. And people could clearly look at American politics the same way, but these are the people that are supposed to be helping. Like these are supposed to be the leaders. Yeah. These are supposed to be the people that we're looking to to make sure that shit gets done and that we're taking care of. And they throwing chitlins at each other, <laughs> like that's crazy. Like it's it's wild to think about that. Like, like we just we are just just some lost souls out here. Uh, who are you telling, man? You know, <laughs> just the blind leading the blind, man. Right. Like what what the hell is going on? Um, oh. but I'm gonna move on to uh, I got I haven't had a customer service story <laughs> for the people in a while. Hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring forth a couple of uh, recent instances that I tell the I've people about happen. themselves. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so the first one happens to um, this happened at my job. So this lady walks in, and um, she instant and, and ladies, I don't. I don't know, and not to say that you all shop this way, but um, it just baffles me sometimes. Like they come in the store, they take take a shoe off the wall, just toss it on the ground, stuff their foot in it. Um, doesn't matter if it's their size or not. You know, they might wear a seven. This shoe could be a nine and a half. They just want to see what it looks like on your foot. Now, I don't really get that because, like, you throw a nine and a half on your foot. It's not going to look the same as as your actual size. So, you know, it's weird. So but (laughs) it's also very weird to me because like. The way we the way we are supposed to do things in these environments is that you're supposed to pick out some things that you'd like to try on and you're supposed to ask the person that is working to bring these out in uh, your size. Right. And. A lot of uh, a lot of the women, they just don't they don't give a shit about any of that. They just, oh, this looks cute. Bam. Put my foot in it. And if I like it on my foot, then maybe I'll ask you to get it for me in my size. Right. But uh, so this so this uh, so this lady, she asks me to because but OK, I'm sorry. In this case, the shoe happened to be her size. She asked me to go to the back. And see if I had a fresher pair of this shoe. And so I'm like, okay, you know, I don't, I don't mind doing that. I'll go in the back. I'll see if I have another one. I'll give you that one. It's whatever. 
I come back and I tell her that I do not have another size of that shoe. So this is where she lost me. (laughs) She proceeds to ask me if I can. The shoe is already 25% off. She proceeds to ask me if I can give her an extra discount because it's the display shoe. I don't do that. If there's something wrong (laughs) with the shoe, then we have a conversation. Uh, We have something that we can talk about. But if you if if you want a discount simply because the shoe is on display, (laughs) that's not going to happen. (laughs) <laughs> and I and I told her that, and I, you know, not in those exact words, but um, I told her that, no, I couldn't give her a discount. Uh, one, we're in the middle of a pandemic. People aren't shopping as much anyways. We need all the money that we can get. So to further try to get a discount. She asked me. Can she get a discount because it's the display and it's been tried on by several people? So I look at her and I say to her, but you just tried it on. (laughs) So you want me to give you a discount because you and many people like you have tried on display shoes. And I, and I once again told her, no, I'm not, I can't do that. And so You know, she's kind of just sitting there pondering, trying to decide what she wants to do. But in my brain, I'm just I'm just like, I can't believe you just asked me that after trying after after trying the shoe on yourself. You came in here, tried this display shoe on and then asked me to give you a discount because people try the display shoe on. I don't understand. Yeah. One, I thought so. First thing is. Her reason for asking for the first discount just simply because it was a display shoe had nothing to do with the fact that people put it on. She said, right. let me first of all, let me just get it a discount because it's a display shoe. Right. I, that I don't understand. <laughs> like if there if there's nothing like you're not giving me any factual basis for which it should be discounted. Right. Simply because it's sitting here. I mean, the. It's sitting here like the shoe in the back is sitting there. <laughs> yeah. So there's the, the, that is there's no difference there. Now, when she says people are putting their foot in the shoe. That's the, that's I mean, it's, it's a bit more reasonable than the first one, but it's still not reasonable enough to get a discount because one, like you said, you're coming and you're putting your foot in it. So if you don't buy it, should it go down in discount in percentage again for the next person that comes in here and asks for it? Right. And if so, at what point does the shoe become free? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like at, at what point does someone come in here and be like, you know what? You're the 10th person. Actually, the shoe's free now. All right. Uh, like, what, like I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. She was definitely just trying to get over on oh, you. Yeah, it's not like she's ever gone anywhere. How old was this person? <laughs> Uh, she easily had to be late thirties, early forties. There's no way that this person late thirties, early forties has been walking around this planet and she, she goes to stores and says this same shit and gets a discount because of these things. Right. Like I, like I, she's trying to get over. There's no way that other people have accommodated her for this. And who's to say that that shoe isn't brand new and I didn't just put it on the shelf. 10 minutes before you walked in here. 
Yeah, that's that's also very true. So it's like you're the first person, you're the only person to try it on. Right. Like you don't you don't know the difference. And also yeah, yeah. who's to say that the ones I bring from the back haven't been tried on more than the one that's on display. That's very true. That's what I'm saying. That's why I say she's just she was just trying to find a right. way. Like of this course. like none of this none of this made any sense whatsoever. Right. And, right. and no one is and no one has ever compensated her. For the fact that other people have maybe tried on a shoe that she was about to try. Like, that never happened. Right. So, yeah, she, she just thought you were stupid and she might try to get a come up real quick. Pretty much. But here's the yeah. thing, though. Here's It's like she was mad desperate because the shoe was already 25% off. Like, when she was asking me for extra discounts, she was specific about it. She was like, she was like, excuse me. She was like, um, you can't give me an extra 5%. And I'm just like, an extra 5%? What the fuck? You was trying to get whatever. Like, what do you, what? Like, we're, this isn't, we're not bartering here. Like, there's this, we're not trading off here. Like, stop trying to reason with me. I'm not right. giving you a discount. This is a fixed price. Buy the shoe or leave yes. me alone. Yes, this is a CarMax price. It is oh said and gosh. it is done. That's great. I love people. You know what's actually really, really funny about that? <laughs> Is that my job. So we. <laughs> I was crying laughing when I went to work the other day and I was told this. So we do the exact opposite of what you do at your job. Oh, you, we, you accommodate we, people? We, <laughs> we roll over and play dead. We do whatever they want to do. You want to fuck me in my ass? Here you go. Like, <laughs> So, 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 so pretty much since it got cold outside so people could continue to eat outside, we put out these these huge tents that look like igloos. You may have seen this at, you know, certain breweries or wineries, whatever the case may be. Are they like clear ones? Yeah, the clear, clear tents that look like igloos that have heaters inside them. Right, right, right. So we, you know, we have a few of those outside. Now we were the price was one hundred fifty dollars to rent that for your dining experience. Wow! Right, that's what it was. Is what we do. We set a price, you pay it. We did that for about a week. After that week, the manager came and told us, "All right, so that's done with. Um, we've had a bunch of guests insist upon not paying it, so they no longer have to pay it." Damn. <laughs> We they just they can go out there for free now if they would like to. Wow. <laughs> it's just like, hold on a second. We we're giving them a service. We're providing heat so that they can go out and sit outside and eat. And 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 we had to not only pay for the igloos, we had to pay for the heaters as a company. And we're sending servers out there in the cold before they get into the igloos. They're out there in the cold going back, you know. In and out, which is not good for your health, right. by the way, to Hell be fluctuating no. between heat and cold like that. Hell no. So that they can enjoy themselves and have a great experience. And we're te- and you're telling us that because they insisted upon not paying. Just imagine someone walking in there to, to your place and being like, ah, ah, like I see that this says like it's, uh, it's 150 for the shoe. But I, you know what? I'll give you 30 for it. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, well. Well, no, sir. Actually, the the price is one hundred fifty. That's what we got. No, 
no, I insist. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay you 30. You'd be like, okay, well, I'll, you drive a tough bargain. I'll, I'll give it to you. Right. Like, that's, that's pretty much what happened. No, we don't want to pay that anymore. So now they don't have to pay that. Not only that, this was a piece of information given right after that. So I'm crying laughing by this point in our little pre-shift. I'm already crying laughing. And then the second thing that was told was we were going to have a nice little Santa brunch every Saturday, as well as our Sunday brunches that we always have. And we're going to have a Santa brunch, meaning Santa, you know, rolls through. There's going to probably be like a little workshop for kids to go color and do arts and crafts and stuff like that. So the parents can have, you know, some drinks and get away from their kids that they've hated and regretted having their entire lives. Ouch. And <laughs> and pretty much, I mean, it was going to be a high price brunch. And you had to make reservations to come in for it. They got no reservations for it. We canceled that Saturday brunch. Okay. People, two groups, were like, oh, so you're not doing it anymore? No, nah, we're not doing it. We didn't get the reservation, so we're not doing it anymore. Oh, no, I insist. I'll I'll have the brunch. Yo, who do these people think they are? It, no, no, sir, you... No, so you don't understand. So because we didn't, um, we didn't get the reservations. That means that we didn't, we didn't prepare the meals. Like we're not, we're not actually offering the brunch. No, no, I, you, you said that you were gonna have it, and we came here. So I would like, we're gonna do the brunch. Thank you. I'll be, I'll be seated over here. I'll be waiting for the brunch. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> Two parties that insisted got the brunch. <laughs> That's crazy. Yep, chefs had to come up and start preparing all the stuff as quickly as possible and, and serve them Yo. these two tables, the full, the full three course brunch. Y'all basically <laughs> suck their dick. That's what that's... I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to tell you with all these stories from all these different podcasts I have about our place. And, you know, whether it was the lady putting the bag of dog shit in someone's hands or me having to watch someone's child while they got up and got a brunch or me having to watch. The same person's dog weeks later while they got up and went to the bathroom or whatever the case may be. People insisting upon not paying a certain price for stuff like, no, I don't want to pay that price. I'm going to pay this price instead. That's really happened. You know what? And (laughs) it almost makes me want to come there and demand some shit. (laughs) I kind of want to come up there just to to see the magic work. Yeah, I kind of want to go up there and demand something and have them give it to me. Bro, I t- <laughs> bro, I, that's that's the life that a lot of people are living in. It's so funny because they're you see you can in real time, you can tell someone no and you can see the instant shock and awe in their face. Like, wait, wait a minute. Did this motherfucker just did, deny me? Did, 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 <laughs> like when I told you about bringing the dogs into the restaurant and then be like, wait, wait a minute. Did you just say that I can't bring my animal into this restaurant? Is are that you, what you just said? Are you discriminating against my fluffy? Exactly. You <laughs> see the shark and all like they've never been told no before that's, in their life. That's, oh my God. It's insane. I heard someone say the other day, and I've I've been thinking about this for a long time, and I've been trying to get away, and I don't think I say it too much anymore. I'm starving because I told you about how insensitive that is uh-huh. to just people in the world. Uh-huh. But I just, oh my God, the tone of voice. Like it was it was with this this voice and everything. I promise you, two ladies at the hostess stand. Yeah, can we get sat like um like right now? Because we're literally starving and uh we'd like to eat food. 
So yeah, like if we could get sat now, that'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, well, that. <sighs> could you just go like, over there and tell those people to get up so we can just go sit down where they are? We actually—that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's so wild. It's like we have there there. Like it's insane to me how people think about time and space. Like, honestly, it's like, it's like there's certain, there's certain, um, I guess components or traits of physics that they don't understand, or they want to somehow manipulate to work for them. Like they truly want (laughs) magic to happen. Like you're, you're telling me that there is a room. It just, it doesn't matter what room we're talking about. Just say there's a room has a finite amount of space in it in in that that we can fit things inside of and within that there's time that we're working with and i can only put this amount of things in there for this amount of time and then after that amount of time goes then a few of these things will leave which now have which now allow for vacant space Mm -hmm. for, for you to now go or some other things to now go in there and occupy that space that was once occupied. Mm-hmm. That is at, at the base of it, what we're talking about. And so for you to be looking at me saying, so if like we can just get sad now, like we don't want to wait. So like, I understand that you just told the three people in front of us that they have to wait, but like we're literally starving. So if you could just uh, <laughs> see us, <laughs> so if you could just see us now, that would be great. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm wondering, so, so what you're saying is you want us to you want us to make magic. You want us to go in here and either materialize some more tables right. and, and chairs, which isn't gonna happen. Um, or because they're ordinances, ordinances, and we can't just have people sitting on top of people. Right. Or you want us to go in here and tell some other people, hey, I'm sorry. We have some people that are literally starving. So, like, if you could get the fuck up and go, that would be great. So, you know, they could. Like, that's crazy. It's just so, it's so mind boggling to me that people think that way. It's insane. But let me tell you a story real quick about, um, uh, I think this is my last trip to Miami. Um, We were, you know, out on Ocean Drive, um, just, you know, having giant drinks and shit like that. And, like, I this I was actually uh we were we were we weren't necessarily rushed out of our seats but <laughs> the the server literally asked us if we wouldn't cuz we we were done eating and we were done drinking we were kind of just mingling at this point. Oh, okay. They, they yeah, they literally they asked us if we wouldn't mind wrapping up. However, mm. they offered the entire table a free shot of tequila if we did so. Oh, gave you a little incentive to get the fuck out. What do you you think about that? Well, from a well, from a fine dining perspective, that's just inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Like you don't, you don't, you don't try to incentivize people to get the fuck out. That's not because at the end of the day, the experience is supposed to be about being welcomed, right? To be to be in the place. So kicking some people out and being like, listen, I'll give you a little something if you get the fuck out of here right now. That's not necessarily it. I could also see why some people would would take that right <laughs> it's it, it because we're done so and you're about to offer us something free so it, it at least compensates for the slight rudeness or inappropriateness of it right right you right, know right. what i mean um and also if this isn't like like a high skill fine dining establishment then it's kind of like ah fuck it like i kind of get it like this is a chill this is a chill spot they're offering us some drinks we kind of have been sitting here taking and but but you know what from the other perspective 
we have been we're taking up space and time as well. Right. If we're just sitting at the table, we're done contributing to this place. We're done. We're, we're done paying. We've eaten the food. We have our drinks. We're not paying for anything else. But we are taking money away from them because we're taking space and time. Right. That's how establishments like that get their money from turning tables. You want you want people to get in and out as quickly as possible unless they're spending and spending and spending more money, which is why when people get sat as a server, you want to be there as quickly as possible to try to get them a drink. You want to try to get their order as quickly as possible, not just to accommodate for them, but also to be able to get them through their dining experience as quickly as possible so that you can turn the table and get another party there. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I mean? That, that time, that time is money. That time is money. That space is money. So I, I get that. That's pretty funny. At least, yeah, I mean, hey, listen, at least y'all got the shots out of it. Like that's yeah, no, I, I wasn't wonder mad. If the manager told I don't that's I don't know if the manager would tell someone to do that though. That's, uh, that that might have been yeah, I think like that was the server being like, yo, I probably have a small section and I need money. <laughs> so I gotta do what I can to get these people out of here. I can I can get some free shots for them. I also Let me see if, like, I also wondered if like because you know, in I mean, I don't know how it works where you where you work. But um, I know that when when uh, my fiance was uh, working, she used to run a, um, a like she used to run she used to manage a restaurant um, downtown um, in D.C. Mm. And like like the bartenders, they would have like, you know, the people that work there, they would have a tab of their own where they could right. eat and drink and be merry up to a certain amount of money. And um, mm -hmm. even as a DJ, a lot of the places where I've DJed at, I've had a tab where I can get free drinks and food up to a certain amount. Right. Um, so I'm wondering if those shots were just part of her tab, you know, but also no, she, no, no, no. She's stealing. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on. Are you being serious? Or like, what do you? Yes. Oh, yes. damn. <laughs> yeah. She's stealing to get you out of there. Seriously? It would have it it most likely been an issue if one of you all say so. Say it didn't go that way and you guys didn't want the shot and you felt disrespected to the point where you're like, give me bring your manager here. <laughs> And then the manager came. You were like, so this person just tried to offer a shot so we could leave. And we just felt like that was kind of rude. I would like, we understand that we're not doing like, we're not, you know, we've, we've paid already and we may be taking up space. We just felt like that was a little abrupt and abrasive and rude. That I, person would have definitely gotten trouble. I, that, that, because that is stealing. That is, it's, it's easier, which is why they were just shots. When, when people are, if you ever go into a bar and you know, the bartender, it's easier to sell, to give away free shots and free liquor and mixed drinks for your friends and stuff like that. You can't really get away with that with with things that are that are so consolidated, like bottles of beer. Uh -huh. That is an inventory. Uh -huh. I bought 10 bottles of beer. We sold five. There's 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 one left. <laughs> so, where, where, so what happened to the other ones? But with but with liquor, you know what I mean? You got that bottle. You can get away with a little extra pour. If you have a, if you were talking about beer on tap, uh -huh. you can definitely get away with a little bit more because that's it's not so it's not so easy. So, so yeah, no, she would have gotten trouble. That person would have gotten trouble. I would never have that much of a stick up my asshole that I would ever do something like that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> never, I'm never looking for someone. You'd have to do something super wild. Yeah, if you for if, me for me to call the manager. Yeah, if you if I'm calling the manager. You, yeah, like you it's better believe. Be you better believe. I'm, I'm trying to get you fired. Like you better yeah. believe. Like something absolutely wildly insane happened. But 
But for you to do that and, and try to mess with someone's livelihood, like that's absolutely insane. Like for you, because you have no idea what strike that person is on. Right. You know what I mean? And, and clearly, you could come from the aspect of I'm trying to make this establishment better. I've been coming here for maybe a long time and I want this place to be able to flourish. And if you continue to have someone that works here that does things like this, you guys are going to do worse in the long run because they're a shitty server or they're a shitty bartender or whatever it is. But a lot of times people aren't thinking that and they're just hot headed and they're just trying to get someone in trouble. Yeah. Or get, and or get, I feel some, like or get from, some free shit. Yeah, that too. And from those perspectives, you need to fucking relax. Yeah. Because you, you could very well be messing with someone's livelihood that has has children to feed, rent to pay, bills to pay, just like you do. And mm-hmm. like that's that's wild to try to consciously put somebody in a situation in which they have to be fearing for their life in that way. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, that's that's insane. Yeah. But you you had a you had a, yeah. another customer service, correct? Yeah, I got a, I got another one and this one might be even wilder than the first one. <sighs> so, <laughs> I had this woman come into my store uh, a few days ago. And as soon as she came in, I greeted her. Hey, how you doing? You know, all that good stuff. And she, you know, she replies, says she's doing well. Um, And I don't say anything for probably another, I don't know, two minutes or so. And I noticed that she's about to walk out. So just before she walks out, I just wanted to make sure she didn't need anything. Um, So, you know, I'm like, I was like, hey, you know, was there anything specific that you were looking for? You know, as she's heading towards the door. <laughs> <laughs> so she turns around and she says, yeah, well, actually, you know, I'm, I'm looking for, you know, some some work shoes and you know, blah, 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 blah. And so I, you know, I, I step and I step out there and I, you know, I show her some good styles and things like that. And she proceeds to want to try something on. So I go to the back. I get the stuff. I come back out. I start, you know, getting the stuff out the box, pre- prepping it for. Her. And so, you know. A lot of people might think I'm super wild for asking this question. <laughs> but I asked her, I said, so were you just going to leave if I didn't say anything? <laughs> Bro, that is a wild question. To, it's, it's, it's super fucking funny, first and foremost. It's, it, it's, it's informative, clearly, because you're about to get an answer. But from a professional standpoint, I just could I I, <laughs> I don't think that it's it's anything that somebody wants to be asked in that in that situation. Because whether I was going to walk out or not isn't and and why I was going to isn't necessarily I guess it could be your concern. But it's not my obligation to to give you this answer. So for you to even ask it of me is a little it's it's a bit um abrasive. It's 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 a little intrusive of my privacy for you to ask me whether I was going to walk out or not. Like maybe I was, maybe I wasn't, and those the reasons as to why I was or I wasn't. It that should that should be up to me. Like that should be able to remain secure in my mind, and I shouldn't have to answer to you as the person that's just supposed to be helping me with my things. But 
that clearly wasn't necessarily how she took it because she answered your question, correct? She did. And she told me that, yeah, she probably was going to leave if I didn't say anything. So takes me back to the whole reason I, I asked the question to begin with, because after I asked her if she was looking for anything specific as she was about to leave, she clearly made it, you know, she, she clearly was looking for something specific. Right. So I'm just over here like, okay. And I didn't, you know, that I didn't, I didn't really go into it at all. I just kept helping her out with the shoes. Right. She, she tried on like three, four pair of shoes. We even looked at some shit on the internet. But it was just so baffling to me that you actually did come in here for a reason. And granted, I did not follow up maybe as quickly as I should have or as quickly as she would have liked me to. Right. But now some of this falls on her, I think, because if you did come in here for a reason, are you just you're leaving it solely on me to make sure that you those reasons are accommodated? Like you weren't right. going to say anything at all. <laughs> like even when I asked, hey, how you doing? You could have said, oh, I'm doing well. Just looking for some work shoes today. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right, exactly. And then that would have taken the conversation where it needed to be, yeah, ultimately. But you were just going to walk out of the fucking door and just not even <laughs> not even care about why you came in here. Yeah. So it just made me think about, like, like closed mouths don't get fed. Right. And right, I'm, right. I'm, I'm taking, <clears throat> don't get me wrong, I'm taking some of the blame on this, but just as a grown-ass adult, like... <laughs> If you want something, say something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I feel you. Actually, um, I because at the at the core of it, it's sort of like hospitality, right? If we're in a if two people are in a relationship, and one is clearly upset for some reason or another. And the other person can sense this. This would now be you looking at the woman walking to the store. Clearly, something is on her mind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like she she's in the store for a reason. She could be at home eating Cheetos in front of the TV. She's not. She's in your store, which means there's something about what's in your store that has piqued her interest. <laughs> Some, something. So there's someone in a relationship that is upset. The person, their counterpart, sees that this person is upset. This is you seeing the woman in the store. But we can e easily slice up the pie of culpability of finding out or not finding out what the issue is at the heart of the problem. If the person that is having the issue is not speaking up and saying, hey, listen, what you said to me the other day, it rubbed me the wrong way. This is what I'm thinking about. And, it, you know, it's in combination with my job. This is why I'm feeling like shit right now. Blah, blah, blah. You have that. And then you have the side of the person coming and saying, hey, listen, I noticed that like, you're kind of off today. What's what's going on? Like, would you like to talk about it? Clearly, you would you would hope that that person would come and ask what's wrong. And the person would be vulnerable enough to be like, you know what? This is the issue. And then you come to an understanding. But in a lot of situations, 
That's not the case. You have somebody that doesn't want to that doesn't want to speak on the feelings. You have someone that doesn't necessarily want to ask because they don't really feel like expending that energy and getting into that. And they're like, listen, if the person wants to really talk about their issues, they're going to come to me and they're going to talk about them. At some point, they're, they're going to they're going to talk to me about the issue. And that there, there's actually an anecdote that I have for that or an, sort of like a, a proverb I have for that. It's these I tell you about the the two older guys sitting out front, sitting outside on the on their on their bench, sitting outside like somewhere in the Midwest in the in the dog. I don't think so. Well, I'll just well I'll just tell it again just in case. Okay. I may have said it. But you have these two these two old guys sitting out on the on the porch in the Midwest with little fucking tumbleweeds going by and they have their little dog next to them. And the dog every now and again is just like, oh, oh, oh. and the dude's just like, yo, what's, what's, just looking at the dog, like the owner's dog, what's, what's the fuck is wrong with this dog? And then they just keep talking and having a conversation. And then the dog again, a little while later, oh, oh, and he's just like, all right, okay, man, listen, wh- what is, what is wrong with your dog? Your dog, you, it's like, you're not getting up, you're not doing anything, but clearly your dog keeps making this horrendous sound and you're not even reacting to it. Well, what is wrong with your dog? And he's like, Oh, he's just, um, he's just sitting on a nail. Oh God. <laughs> he's just like, And then the guest is like, well, doesn't that hurt? Doesn't that hurt the dog? And he's like, well, uh, not enough to move. <laughs> and, and that story is pretty much the apotheosis, the, the epitome of people that are, in pain to some degree, but the pain isn't quite at the level that it takes for them to move from whatever situation is causing the pain. So you're always looking at people and thinking like, yo, why is that person still with them? Like they treat them like shit all the time. Like mm-hmm. why are they still at that job? Like they talk about their hating their job. all the time. Like, why are they doing this? Well, clearly whatever pain it is that they're suffering from isn't, it isn't quite painful enough for them to feel like they really truly need to do something. Uh-huh. Because when you set your hand on a stove, on a hot stove, you don't even really have to think about it. No. You just you just you take your hand off the stove. Right. So until some people just get in a, in a in a real instance in which their hand is on a stove, will they move from that from that pain? So, taking it back, clearly to this lady, it it me not getting these shoes or getting help from you it's it's like i wish i could get these shoes right now and it would probably be better if i opened my mouth and said something but you know the suffering of me not having these shoes right now isn't really enough for me to get out of my comfort zone and come over here and ask you for these shoes because clearly getting up and coming over here and asking for these shoes is outside of my comfort zone right (laughs) like that's that's not what i usually do normally things are people come to me and ask me if things are okay, people come to me and ask me if I need help, what it is I'm looking for. Say if you go to someone's house and maybe it's like your, your, your first time over the house, do you, now these are just like mental exercises. Do you ask for a beverage or do you wait for them to ask you for a beverage? Um, mm. I would probably ask for something to drink. 
Like, okay. if I'm, like, because it's just something to drink. I'm not. There's no right or wrong answer. I'm just yeah. asking. I'm sure it's certain people. Everyone listening to this, there are going to be people that have different answers. Yeah. Like, oh, well, no, I'm just going to sit back and be polite and, and wait for them to ask me if I would yeah. like something. Um, it really. And then if, if you're, if you're in a, if you get in someone's car for the first or second time, are you going to listen to the music that they like to listen to? Or are you going to say, hey, can you turn the music to this? Like, this is what I like to listen to. Uh, I'm definitely not doing that. I'm just okay. So, <laughs> all right, so, so it does. So it does vary. Yeah, it definitely varies. Depending upon the situation. All right. So for this person, it's like when I go into a store, I wait for the person to ask me what I need. I, I know that sounds wild in this situation. But they're just like, yeah, like that's just how I probably feel comfortable. If the person wants to come and welcome me into the store and ask me what it is that I need, then we'll get onto it. But if not, I just maybe I just don't feel comfortable being the person that initiates that because that's not how I was raised or what I've seen i don't know well i see the similarities in what you're saying but i'm gonna right. point out the differences too go for it um this woman needed new work shoes because her feet hurt people come right. to our store because their feet hurt <laughs> yes if i step into somebody's car and they're playing mm. some fucking country music that i you know i don't <laughs> listen to country music Right, right, but right. that country music isn't going to burn or hurt my ears or my brain enough for me to be like, can we, can we change this? Can yes, we, can yes, we? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if I'm in somebody's house, like if I'm thirsty, I'm gonna ask for some water. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, right. You know but what? But what? But but the in the two instances that I came up with before, as far as being in a relationship with someone and not really being the person to speak uh-huh. up. And you need someone to sort of pry and ask you uh-huh. what the fuck is going on. Uh, so, so speak on that because that that is the no, pain. That, that is, is that is the that is the work boot in me coming in because my feet hurt, but still not wanting to say. Yeah. That's the go for that's it. the exact same thing to me. I I, right. I agree that those two scenarios definitely match up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's all. That's all I was saying. But yeah. but I, I still think it's funny, and I, I mean. I clearly would never do that. No, no. Because I'm speaking up. If I want something, I'm speaking up. I'm just saying. And, and that's the thing with me, like with the way that, you know, I shop. And I don't know if it's just us being a newer generation. Um, if I walk into a store and I have a purpose for being there, if I can't fulfill that purpose on my own, I'm going to ask somebody for help. Right. Like, for sure. Like it's as simple as that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm not going to walk into a shoe store looking for new work shoes and just walk out because someone <laughs> didn't ask me what I might need help with. I'm just going to go up to that person and say, hey, can you help me out with this? Simple as that. Yes. I don't yes. think that's no, hard. I... <laughs> no, I, I know. Like, I'm, dude, I, I'm not going gonna... to walk back. Oh, I, well, you know what? I guess I don't need these work shoes that bad and just leave. I feel you. I I'm with you. Even I'm even with you. even if my intentions were to just go to the next place and and try to see if maybe I can get better customer service there, it's it's not right. even about that for me. I came in here looking for something. Is it? Yes. It, excuse me, sir. Is this here or not? <laughs> I'm not gonna say it like that. Right. But, yeah. 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 You know that's. But but you're you're on a mission. You're trying to fulfill the mission. You're trying to you're trying to succeed. And you're not you're not just walking out half assed like right. that doesn't make any it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, like I don't necessarily need I don't even need anybody to say hi to me when I walk in. Like I don't give right, a, I don't right, give a right. shit about that. 
Like if you don't want to say hi to me, you don't say hi to me. I don't care. As long as you as long as you help me out when I ask you to, then we're good. I don't need yeah yeah, yeah I don't need you to and, and, and don't get me wrong like you like you're not going there to make friends yeah but I'm also I'm not one of those people that's like real standoffish like please don't speak to me like I don't right you know what I'm saying I'm not like that if you say what's up to me I'm gonna say I'm gonna say what's up back you know right if you say hi to me if you greet me I'm gonna greet you back but like right. if you decide not to come over there and try to find out the specifics of why I entered this establishment I'm not gonna be mad about that. Because when I get to a point where I feel like I need some help, I'm going to go seek it. <laughs> Listen, man, I feel you. I, you know, I love that we have these little customer service bouts on here because people do need to see things from both sides of perspective, both sides of the counter. Right. Because a lot of people haven't worked customer service and they have no idea that any of these things are ever even happening. Yeah. So I, I just the thoughts going through my mind sounding like. Huh. You know, these people in there, they're uh they don't they don't they don't seem like they want to help out too much. So I'm not gonna shop here. I just feel like you've closed the door on a lot of shit by thinking that way. Mm-hmm. There man So from from the other side, so manager whom is a Caucasian lady mm-hmm. in my my job. Okay. She just had a, a pretty rough encounter. We got a review back oh boy. from a lady that had visited our restaurant. And she said that we needed some sort of, you know, ethical training. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because she was there. She she asked the hostess, which was our manager at the time, for some help. Forgot exactly what it was she needed, but there were also people trying to sit for breakfast. So, and that's not what she was trying to do. She was trying to find some sort of information out, information that my manager did not have on hand. So in that case, you say something like, well, I'll be back momentarily with the answer to your question. So she then proceeds, my manager, to help two or three people sit for breakfast because she wanted to make sure that she could still get people sat so they can start eating their food and then go get this information for this lady. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's the order of operations in her mind. Let me get these people sat so they can eat their food and then I can get this information for this lady. So that's where her mind was. Lo and behold, a week later, a review comes by and it says something along the lines of, I left this establishment with a very bad taste in my mouth because this lady that was helping me, quote unquote, helping me, decided to first help a white man in front of me, white people in front of me. I'm assu- I believe that this was in a colored woman. Whoa. Colored, col- no, 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 no. <laughs> Co- no, 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 no. 
No, because we're talking about colored people. I mean, I anything got you. I got but, you. Okay, I was about to say, we're not. It's just funny going, that you chose that. <laughs> we're not going down this road. We're not going down this road. Just So what So what am I supposed to say? Just in other? This is someone, just say a, a minority woman. Is that what you want me to say? I, I don't want you to, I don't want you to say anything specific. It's just interesting <laughs> that you chose that one first. Right. So, so. <laughs> And because because I don't know if she was black or not, but I know that she wasn't a white woman. Right. Right. So she said this white man was helped before me. And that was so her emphasizing the fact that this was a white man being helped in front of her was clearly the reasoning as to why this person was helped before her. And she felt like she that this place needed to go through some some ethical training. That's some bullshit. Right. And, 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 and walk and walked off feeling like, OK, this place is racist race. Yeah. Like there's there are tones of racism and misogyny here. Get the fuck and out I, of and here. I don't want to and I don't want to be a part of this. And that's what I said. So now my manager, she she was in the back. She's like, oh, my gosh, because I, I pulled it to the side. I wanted to talk to her about it. Like, how did that make you feel? She's like, I read it and I just didn't even know. She's like, oh, I was just trying to help these people out. Like, I had no idea that. This is who I was being or this is what I was showing these people. You never know what people are going through and what their perspective is. And I this is the first time in my life where someone's ever accused me of of making them feel lesser than for reasons like this. And I I never would have I just never would have felt this way. Like she was like going through it in her mind, trying to figure out if what she was doing was well, in fact racist and misogynistic and and if and what she can do to figure these things out in the future. And I thought, well, it's it's nice that you have this awareness. It's nice that this is the first place that you go that you want to think, okay, well, I made someone feel a way that I don't want them to feel. Mm-hmm. Like, what can I do in the future to correct that? Mm-hmm. If if at all anything. That is the, the best possible scenario, really. You do want people to have that safeguard. So that was nice. But then the fact it really seemed like she was kind of getting down on herself because she, she was feeling like shit about it. And I was like, listen, I'm glad that you're, you're going, you're like, you're doing what it is you're doing. Cause this is just self-evaluation. It's, it's awareness like this. It's good. It's, it's, it's better than it probably is bad. Okay. Right. But you also have to understand that this is some bullshit. It's definitely some bullshit. <laughs> like, what like you, 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 yeah, go for it. Like, what is she supposed to take? She, are she supposed to take priority over, you know, like are, are, are colored people supposed to be the priority? Like, if you see a colored person, then oh no, I gotta I gotta make sure I help this person first because I don't want her to think that I help the white person first and think that I'm racist. Like you can't. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like you what else you do be, that? <laughs> because because the priorities and if this lady was looking at things correctly or knew anything about customer service the way that we do, we the way that the order of operations are going for us is we're trying. We know that you want information. These people are hungry and probably about to be on the cusp of hangry. <laughs> so they so we need to get them sat so that they can start their dining experience, which is going to take, you know, 30 to 40 minutes. Right. You just need some information. So I'm going to get these people sat first. Like this is we're talking about efficiency at, at the core of it all. I'm going to get these people sat so they can start their dining experience and then go run back here to talk to whoever it is I need to talk to, get the information for you, come back, handle that. Has nothing to do with that, but the fact that the the race and the gender was the very first thing 
to to come to this person's mind and yeah. then for it to get to a place where they're going to go fill out a report on it. You know what I mean? And then again, taking it back to what we were just saying, possibly ruining this person's um, reputation right. or their livelihood. It's just, uh, you know, you got you to gotta try to think about things a little bit deeper mm. than that. Mm-hmm. And so when you just see red and you just start making decisions and start typing on your phone and sending reviews, it's like you just go do some breathing exercises and maybe talk to a few people and tell the whole story. You know, don't leave any bits out that that now bias the story in, in your favor. And, and get some real feedback because clearly you can't see it. It's like, I feel like if she would just had to talk to a couple of people. They'd be like, oh, well, maybe, maybe not. Like, maybe yeah. she was just trying to get those people out of the way because they were trying to get food. And then, you know, she was going to come right back to you with the answer that you needed. Like, I don't necessarily think it has to do with you being a black person or whatever ethnicity you were. It's so, I've, I've, I've worked in customer service for a long time. And I've found that it's so much easier for people to, um, complain or criticize than it is for them to compliment because you're going to catch so many you're going to catch so many more reviews that are going to be bad versus good right like thousand percent you know what i'm saying because like where you work is just it's 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 a it's a it's a staple it's it's a staple of Mm. good you know customer service like we'll do anything for you we will right. come up to your hotel room and wipe your ass if we need to. For sure. Like, so for her to to come at it that way, it's just people of color, man. We, god damn it, like, <laughs> I know, I get it. We've been we've been we've been oppressed in many ways for a long time, but like, not every situation is black and white or black versus white. Like right. y'all got it. We we have black to black and white and black versus white. I like that. We yeah. have to understand when those situations are real because there's no fucking way she sat there and in her mind, like I can't believe she literally sat there and thought, "Oh well, she must have thought that white man was more important than me." Right. Like, are you kidding me? Right. Like, it's not like she she helped the white man. And didn't get back to you for another 30 minutes. Like. Right. Like you don't know what was going to happen. Like you didn't even give it time to develop. Like. Yeah. Not 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 only that. But it's just. That's that sort of racism is not just running rampant in this specifically black owned establishment. Yeah. And I say specifically this one, not to say that it couldn't happen in other ones, but this black owned establishment has the black owner walking through the halls whenever she's in town. Uh-huh. She's touch base. She didn't just make this thing and then fly away to, to whatever the fucking beach she wanted to just lay on for the rest of her life. She's coming around. She's talking to people. She's in the mix. Uh-huh. So like that type of shit can't really fly. <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? Like it can't it can't be run. It can't be so pervasive as one might put in a fucking Reddit review or a Yelp review or something like that. It's not it's not really going down like that. So and and I can and I can tell you this because I've been there for quite some many years now. It's just not it's not really going down like that. So. So, yeah, that's 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 what I have to say about that. But it's uh, it's kind of it's kind of weird when you you really did hit the 
hit the nail on the head with reviews. People love to be incentivized and moved by negative emotion. Right. And that's just what it is. People are very rarely, people could have the best time ever and they, they won't really necessarily be moved to go and talk about it on the yeah, reviews. It's, I think that's such bullshit. Like, yeah, it's so wild. Like it's so wild. You, you, you love to kick me when I'm down, but you right. won't you won't raise a hand for me no. when nope. when shit's going well. Yeah, nope, nope. Yeah, not at all. It's it's absolutely insane. I just yeah, it's it's an interesting time. I mean, I don't know if it's always been like this, but you know, we're alive now, so let's just talk on our time. It's, <laughs> it's just it it is just an interesting time. It, this negativity and wanting to see other people fail and not like you said, raising the hand to help them get up or help them move forward, not giving the compliments or the love or the flowers that are needed. It's it's uh it's it's very 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 weird. Which is one reason I could say that people do like to listen to this podcast is because clearly that's just not the energy that we're rocking with, and it will never be the energy that we're rocking with. Negativity and spreading negativity will never be something that I endorse ever. There's enough of it out there. There are enough people going through enough shit out there without us spreading more bullshit around through the atmosphere. It's just it's completely unnecessary. Um, we just we we gotta we gotta do better. We just gotta do better. Yeah, that's pretty much going down to. Uh, what are your what are your last words for the folks, man? I believe we're at that time. Um, I'm just gonna reiterate what I just said again one more yeah. time because I think it's very important. Right. Um, we're in a crazy, you know, time on this planet Earth right now. Um, one that this, you know, that this world has definitely seen before, or at least this country specifically. Um, as I just said, um, you know, to my, my 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 brothers and sisters out there of of color, we've been through a lot, you know, through our, in in our lives um, as as a as a unit. Um, not speaking about me specifically, um, but as a unit. Um, as people of color, we've been through a lot. Um, we've been through a lot of oppression. There's, you know, there's a lot of um, a lot of backhanded compliments been handed down to us. Um, but we, like I said, you just everything's not so black and white and it's not so black versus white. Take the time to do some critical thinking and analyze your situation before you start taking it there, because not everything is racist. Um, and, <laughs> I, I, and I know and I think that in those situations, we're trying to make white people look bad, but in tune, we've actually made ourselves look like fucking idiots. So stop this shit, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I will, I will say to the people, continue to continue to push forward, continue to understand that there is a higher version of yourself that is, that is hoping that at some point in time you will tend to it so that it can, it can come and rise to the surface and shine through. I think that we just constantly need to be in tune with ourselves and asking ourselves questions about who it is we are, who it is we want to be. Just go back in your mind through the day and think about how it is you treated people and think about if that's the person that you truly want to be or not. And be honest with yourself. Have that intrapersonal speak and listen and be real with yourself. The really you are with yourself, it'll become a whole lot easier to be real with other people in life and world. the world will start opening up to you in ways that you could have never foreseen. And we'll see you on the next one. This has been, this has been nice. Peace. Peace.